everybody, and welcome to another episode of Board Shenanigans. Now, new, brought to you in hi-fi, Google Phonic Hangout sound. That's right, kids. We're trying out a new sound system, or a new way to talk to one another, so we can talk to you. So, hopefully it sounds good. If it sounds terrible, then fuck, fuck what we're trying. And, as always... I am joined by the venerable Reverend Brewer, a man who is like the ambient noise at the dentist office. He's just there so you don't have to awkwardly converse with the person reading old magazines next to you. And I'm here with Cody Jeems. He puts the hookers in Times Square to shame with all the guys he's gone down on. <laughs> oh, and indeed. Uh, yours was like so much more vile than mine. That was kind of funny. Well, uh, I-, I figured it was appropriate. Well, one, the truth is always appropriate. <laughs> Other than other than our well, I was gonna say I, I love how you just like you know what I'm just gonna like monologue at the beginning of the show instead of doing the usual of like let's insult each other and then start talking about some stuff. Well, I thought the people it might sound different to our illustrious listening audience and like the good noble people from podcasts podcastlandia are often the first ones to bring up hey this might sound different it's a courtesy thing but you dirty podcastians wouldn't know nothing about that you, you couldn't wait like 20 seconds for us to talk about it like hey look google hangouts do you want to do the beginning of the show over so that you could have the big like technical jargon speech no no you, it's fine did i steal it no, from it's you fine. it doesn't seem to be i just thought we were changing up the format of the intro i don't know anymore so uh other than that and not getting to do the little like we've backgammon or we've yes we've backgammon and backlogged the Entire sound hi-fi prop problem besides getting that speech anything wonderful and or exciting happened to you lately well other than backgammon i played a lot of old, other old man games like shuffleboard <laughs> no uh well did anything wonderful and exciting happen to me oh uh, i guess this is wonderful i guess this is exciting me, me and ernie did a did a swap recently a wife swap <laughs> yeah penis swap if Semen only swap. what'd you swap oh we were we were <laughs> we were hot swapping everything it was like swap.avi over here um i don't know if you know what that is cody <laughs> Uh, no, it sounded dirty. What is Well, what is it's... Whatever you do, do not try to find it. Um, remember Two Girls, One Cup? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, imagine that, but worse. Uh, apparently, the st- as the story goes, there was some, like, custom porn company in, like, lower India? I don't know where. And some rich guy decided he wanted to just make, like, the most gross, grotesque, like, pornography ever. Like, even porn people would call it pornography. It- it's so, like, tasteless. And, well, he did. And that file is known as swap.avi. And there's your internet history lesson today, kids. But what we actually swapped was, um, our hearts for each other. No, uh, we, I gave him my PlayStation 3 and he gave me his PlayStation 4 so he could play through, um, uh, Lightning Returns. And I've been currently playing, um, Don't Starve, which he has on there. Which, a lot like, you know, when I first got a, a, a big screen high def TV and the first thing I p- played on it was, uh, XCOM. It's a very similar manner. I'm playing a game that's 2D at at best, and and you realistically, I could I could download it for my PC for like ten bucks, but you know, so I'm using it at its full potential, of course. But that was, I guess, my big thing, which I guess naturally, what, yeah. I don't know if uh, I don't know if you've heard of it or not yet, Cody, but um, no, don't starve. It think of it like Minecraft, but without the building of things. You, you, you just have to try to stay alive. So it's like Mario, then? You gotta go about and, like, you know, find food, and you could slowly go insane if you things happen and monsters attack you at night. And, and the goal is to to not die. Hmm. And it's interesting. Well, that's a yeah. thing. Maybe I'll send you a link to a video for it or something. It's it's real weird. It's got, like a, it's got this weird 2D art style, and it's all kind of, kind of just creepy looking. I'm sure everyone out there has probably heard of it by now. <laughs> You're the lone one that has no idea what I'm talking about, Cody. Pretty much, yeah. That's, I, I guess you're all, you know busy having like a wife and like a life and things like that and a job and not spending your time on the internet. You fool! <laughs> you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you'll You've been your, doing it wrong for you'll, years. You'll get your comeuppance. Yeah. You'll see. When Judgment Day uh, comes, I already know where you're going to be filed. <laughs> Uh, right next to swap.avi. Exactly. <laughs> and and uh, Leroy Jenkins. Oh, right. You know, that's still think that's probably one of my more favorite random internet-y things. Even though, I guess, like, now they're saying it was fake. But I, You know, I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, whether it's fake or not, I mean, 
he might have planned that idea out and thought it'd be funny to do and record. I don't know if his buddies were in on it, though. Right. I mean, we've done weird things that that, that have been quote-unquote fake on the internet, haven't we? I'm fake on the internet well, every week. All the time. What about you, Cody? What's your level of fakeitude? Well, I mean, depending on the episode we're recording, I, that, that's that's a lot of it. Yeah. What about this episode? Where are you standing today? Well, since we're doing it in a new in a new uh, new recording format, I, I don't know. I figure I better go into it pretty honest and uh, see because I don't I don't want to fake it from the get go because then I'll get the wrong idea and think it you think you like something you don't and you know but you know you all know how that can oh, be. Yeah, it's, it is a problem nowadays, right? Uh, so uh, how was Easter? Did you did you go Easter egg hunting? Did you get a lot of candy? Did you? Did, you know, all that stuff. Or did I get incredibly high? Okay. That too. Did no, you? but uh, did you? Since those two since those two oh. holidays overlapped? <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. That was a 420 and an Easter joke. I got it, man. I'm surprised that, like, the Easter Bunny could even deliver his, his eggs. Maybe that's how... Maybe that's how the first Easter started. It was also 420, and that's why rabbits deliver eggs. Someone was just stoned out of their mind. <laughs> It just seemed like such a good idea, man. Oh, do you see that? That that bunny just like left behind like a colorful egg, man. Do, do we actually know why rabbits are so rabbits and like little chickens are so heavily associated with Easter? I mean, um, I I I I don't really know that we know that, do we? Um, we could try to come up with a reason. Well, I mean, because I, I, I did they just decided that they needed something warm and fuzzy, like to, so everybody could get over the fact of like. Jesus got the shit kicked out of him and then said, like, deuces, bitches, I'm out? Because that's how it happened, right? I, I believe like, so, yeah. Three days later, he was like, fuck this, I'm going home? Yeah, then he's like, yeah, he just pimped away. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think it goes all the way back to to, to 13-07. Um, I, you know, I don't even know if I could do this one. I, I ran out of fuzzy with my last one. Oh, don't you hate it when you run out of fuzzy? You know, y'all, you've all been there. You walk in... You re- you, re- you realize that that you don't have the fuzzy that you thought you had, <laughs> and then it's a situation that's kind of humorous, <laughs> and, then, and then you and then you start talking about the time you ran out of fuzzy on a show you do, and then you realize there isn't nearly what you thought there was when you went in there with all kinds of luster. So then you sit there trying to explain your way out of why why you ran you ran out of the further why you ran out of running out of fuzzy story. And then you awkwardly kind of dwindle off into the, in, into nothing and uh, change the yeah, subject. And, and then someone so, tells uh, you, it's like, well, I guess he wasn't very fuzzy, was he? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wooly wooly aside, I, I guess my Easter was, well, as traditional, I, I gorged myself on Cadbury eggs because that's the best thing about Easter, right? In fact, that's, I think that's what Easter was founded on was having the excuse to, to uh, d- deliver fake chocolate eggs filled with white creamy goodness. Do you, do you have a preference? Do you like the original or do you like the ones with chocolate in them or those like, I don't know those Yes, too, I have all like three those. boxes on my on my table where I had until I ate them all. And, um, oh yeah, it's, 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 it's the best. And when I learned you could get Cadbury eggs off season, oh God, my life changed. <laughs> oh Lord. Whew. It's like, do, do you realize Cody, like in the middle of July, you can just go buy a box of Cadbury eggs still? Yes, I was aware Oh man, that. Cody. I see why America has an obesity problem. You could just buy Cadbury eggs anywhere. And, and the fact that we still have the original Cadbury eggs, not like those Namby Pambies like in Australia that have like these newfangled Cadbury eggs that like the filling's all foamy inside of it instead of like runny. I, I didn't realize that that was a thing. Yeah. Like, so, the, so they're, wait a minute. So the no, so the noble Aussies are being denied the true Cadbury goodness. They are in fact. And in fact, I think many other countries are being denied their, being denied their Cadbury essence. Yeah. Well, thank you, America, for continually to spoil us with, you know, refined sugar and, uh, you know, sh- yeah, fill our arter- arteries with your gooey, your gooey yeah. goo. Oh, Lord. I'm definitely a fan of the Cadbury egg. They make mini Cadbury eggs now that you can just, like, pop, like, popcorn in your mouth. Like, pop them like pills? Oh, Lord, is it great. Yeah, I actually, I actually really like the little no, ones, it's... too. The only problem I have with Cadbury eggs, I didn't actually mean to turn this into Cadbury cast, but... <laughs> no, no, go ahead. <laughs> but apparently this is what I'm passionate about. <laughs> it seems to be, but, you know, I'll go with it. The only thing I don't understand about Cadbury eggs is they come five in a box. Shouldn't they come, shouldn't you get six of them in like one of those like little mini egg crates? 
Well, I, I just thought you were going to go for it and just say you get a dozen of them. So, yeah, they should come in, like, I mean, they yeah, they, they might as well come in a dozen thing, too, so... Yeah, they, they need to come in egg cartons. Or they come in the 36 egg thing, like, that's how you go get them, you know, you know, because... You... They really do. And frankly, they probably should be kept in the freezer aisle as well, just because, well... Actually, they're they're awesome if they're cold. They're so much better if they're out of the refrigerator. Yeah, because you have to be careful, especially in that, you know, mid-July buying of Cadbury eggs that I've now discovered is possible. <laughs> My birthday's in July, by the way, people. <laughs> that's what I want. I want hot sauce and Cadbury eggs. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> like you walk in and you're like laid in this anamorphic pile of your own goo of like hot sauce and cadbury egg wrappers all over the floor I'm like i'm sorry i don't know what's oh. happened to me anymore <laughs> like <laughs> or you like turn into like a dog you go to like oh hey like you like just reach near to grab one or like oh cadbury eggs cool i'm gonna get one and you just like like start barking and snarling biting somebody like, next thing you know, Ernie's like, oh, God, my hand, you bit me. These are my eggs. Get your own. <laughs> in fact, that's my favorite way to take eggs. People always ask me, like, in the morning, oh, do you want scrambled eggs, hard-boiled eggs, sunny side up? I want my eggs cat buried. What would they do if you did that in a restaurant? How do you want your eggs cat buried? <laughs> next time I'm in Denny's, I'll find out. Uh, that'll probably be, the, like, the last straw for some, like... <laughs> poor waitress that's like had it you know it's it's like you you ask her that at like two in the morning and all she's had to deal with is like sm- like smarmy teenagers and pissy drunks and you know you, you you say you want your eggs cadbury and then that'll be it that'll be when she like <laughs> loses her mind and holds you hostage with a fork this is enough i've had it you know how many a- my, times my ass has been pinched today no no more quit with your snark <laughs> the guy be- before you, he wrote a tip on the receipt instead of leaving me cash. And then somebody liberated my pens earlier oh. today. I haven't had a pen all day. Like, I've had this fucking Crayola I found on the ground over there. I just had to listen uh. to these, this group of old white guys talk about the meaning of like a virgin. Oh, God. <laughs> And then the one asshole talked to the other assholes that he had been not tipping because he doesn't believe in it. And you know what I got out of them? They dra- they had you know they drank four cups of coffee, sat around for an hour, and you know what I got? Nothing. God damn it! Yesterday, these weird lovebirds tried to stick up the place. <laughs> Looked like there was a a black guy there wearing really nerdy clothes that saved me. He talked about the Bible, and it was real weird because he had a gun too. And then whenever he went to pay as well, it said "bad motherfucker" on it. I was going to say, that that, as, that aside, soon, Quentin Tarantino is going to want money from us if we keep mentioning this movie on this show. Well, I was, I, I was about to do a fake orgasm reference in there, so to balance it out a little bit, but you do raise a valid point. Oh, okay, because I don't know that I... I, I don't know. I don't know that I know that much more about like diner movies or that I can think of other. Yeah, one. so there was gonna be that. There was gonna be fake orgasm. Then there was gonna be a, the diner is actually ran by like you know a, a secret organization of of people and meaningful meaning meaningful jobs that are actually the the runners of the universe because that's actually been a motif that I've seen in many shows. I didn't know if you were gonna pull that thing out where it's like where you realize that the waitress is wearing high heels and you know that any real real waitress wouldn't wear high heels and it's all a government another a government ploy to test your test your metal and see if you you have the have the makeup to be a secret agent. Yeah. And then you drive a ridiculous souped up GTO and Samuel L. Jackson has like the stupidest looking uh, face scar of all time. And then and then they give the movie a like sexy sounding name even though it had like for no reason but they decided to shoehorn it in there as an advertising campaign um, i don't know which what is this triple x oh yeah i'm sorry I, I put that out of my mind <laughs> it really annoyed me and like i'm still i'm still hurting from the scars they're not as bad as the fake one that's on samuel jackson's face which you know what fuck it that's go like i'm just gonna find a picture of that that's gonna go up in the link in the uh freaking show notes so you can see what i'm talking about yeah, i you know i'm aware that triple x exists I, i'm also aware of the movie 
Um, <laughs> and I'm a, I, from what I know, there might be there might be one sequel at least to it. But that's about my knowledge. I, I think I might have seen. There, is there a scene with like a bridge and like they jump off of it or something like that, or drive a car off a bridge? I don't know. Yeah, they like drive a they drive a Corvette off a bridge. Okay, I remember way. that scene. I guess I, I remember there was a bridge. Anyways, they might have just been playing bridge. <laughs> you know that movie with the bridge in it. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, what's that movie with a bridge in it? Like, Bridge Over the River Kwai? No, 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 no. Bridges no. of Madison County? <laughs> oh. oh, Bridge Over Troubled Waters? No, 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 no. that's a song. Does it have bow bridges uh. in it? <laughs> uh, I don't know, maybe Jeff Bridges is in it. Would you like us to bridge away from this joke? Are you tired of hearing, of hearing us bridge our way across gaps that aren't really funny? We'll stop soon, listeners, I swear. Yeah, we're definitely spanning a gulf that is not one I want to dive into. Oh, yeah. Or is do anybody I else, like, suspended like on how many more of these we're going to do? There was nothing golden gateful about that. Yeah, it started turning to the Tacoma Narrows Bridge over here. <laughs> oh, well, dude, this London Bridge has fallen the fuck down. I'm out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, Cody, what I'm telling you is I've, I've burned that bridge. Oh, oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Supports! <laughs> what the... Uh, Easter. That's what we were talking about. Easter. But yes, what I actually did on Easter was, other than gorge myself on Cadbury eggs, was I slaved away over a hot keyboard for you fine listeners out there. So, just like our Lord and Savior, I didn't rest on, on Easter. I was out... I was bringing salvation to all of you out there. Also like him, I ran into some troubles where I accidentally kicked my computer's power cord and unplugged it and had to start over on some stuff. So... You remember that Bible story, kids, where Jesus accidentally unplugged his computer and had to start over? Well, I, I think that's when he went into hell to, to like, uh, preach to, like, the... To, or, no, it was Tartarus he went into, right? He goes, he goes sure. into Tartarus. Isn't that what he... Because wasn't he supposed to be doing stuff during those three days? He wasn't just dead he was like doing something in like with with, with dead people the way that they told they, the way that, that i they told me was that he went to hell and endured like all the pain and damnation of all time so that's how he could take your sin, sins whenever he died no, I, I i thought i heard that he went in there to like free people from hell like 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 he wouldn't like you know kick down the door and was like all right i'm busting you out of this joint or something. Oh, it's probably just him and Satan sitting around smoking a doobie. Yeah, probably. Like he just went, he just went on a bender for three days and was like, oh, "I'm back from the dead," and he's all like, "Fucking visor bloodshot, and his hair is all fucked up." And that'll be my inappropriate Christianity joke for the episode, kid. So, uh, if you are you offended, I can keep going. Uh. I, I for some reason I'm picturing like Hades from like that uh, Hercules cartoon. I usually do too. Honestly. That, like that just seems like that James Wood kind of has seems like Satan to me. So, well, of course, yeah. <laughs> Two thumbs way up. But that's fun. you know I kind of want to go through and watch that again. It's one of those that like Does it hold up. I'm sure you've it's seen one of it. those that I, I enjoy. Like I liked it a lot. I like it now. But it's it's one of those I like it. I enjoy it. I think I think the good parts definitely outweigh the bad parts. And I think they really swung for the fences with it. But I don't think that they quite hit the mark with it. It's like you can tell that everybody yeah. tried. You can see the genuine effort. They were trying to do something different, but it just doesn't quite hit the mark. Hmm. So take it with a grain of salt if you go back and watch it as as an older mm. person. I gotcha. Well, like, I guess one of mine is why do they have, it's, it's, they get really, really liberal with Greek, with, uh, Greek mythology, which is kind of funny because <laughs> there wasn't, like, there wasn't enough already ridiculous things to go nuts with in Greek mythology. Like, I think you could have followed the book, but anyway, they get really liberal with that, which doesn't really bother me that much, but. Like the Titans? Like, that, that whole thing, and, uh, like, I guess you really couldn't, and like, I like how they make Zeus into this, like, monogamous, like, he had one child with the one woman whenever it was, like, really, like, fucking, uh, <laughs> really, like, Zeus, like, walked around and humped his way across the world, like, because he, like, seriously has half-brothers and, or, I mean, he has half-children with every single conceivable thing that could possibly be, like, ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jesus, you're not is, that special. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway, like on uh 
on it, I think probably the thing I dislike the most about it is I really feel like the music just misses the mark so much in that movie. Because it's got this weird, like, gospel music thing going on, and it's like, where does this come from? Well, he's a god. Yeah. Oh, so like, oh, 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 so all gods throughout time, all deities, in fact, get gospel music? Like, praise Cthulhu, praise Cthulhu, like that kind of thing? Well, yeah, like, I, I have seen the coming of the glory of the noodle. <laughs> His sauce keeps marching on. <laughs> the unicorn loves the little children pink invisible all day long i guess the children are pink and invisible not the unicorn that didn't really work i am not a songwriter is what i'm getting at <laughs> well it, uh, see what happened cody was but not just there i'm just gonna ignore that what happened was it was just another thing that christianity co-opted they're like oh yes obviously they used our music back then as well see look here's the proof <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Which I guess I guess that's a th- fine. I'll ask the listeners. I really don't know. I was about to ask you, but fuck it, I'll ask. I have listeners to ask. Ask yes, everybody. Are you? Is it, yeah. So, are you Christian? Does it bother you whenever we like blatantly? I see why you didn't ask me. Like, like, like you right? Like, does it bother you when we like blatantly like poke at everybody's sacred cow remarks on this show, or do you love it? Let us know in the comments or hashtag. Uh, Pagan yes. <laughs> Hashtag pagan no. I don't know why I'm telling people to tweet things. It's like if it bothers them, I don't know if they've they've made it this far. Because you know, at the end of every episode, I think I do that. I got one already written down for this week. I, yeah, yeah, we kind of do. We we, we definitely <laughs> get a lot of mileage out of this thing. Oh, so I guess I guess speaking of gospels and deities and actually, I have no idea how to shoehorn this in here. I really don't. I was gonna try and go with like. Cerebrus guards guards Hades and use that as a dog thing, but fuck it, I can't I can't figure out how to segue my way back to that or how to segue my way out of this. So next topic, yeah, pretty much. Like <laughs> moving forward, uh, where do you stand on the whole uh, vicious dog thing? The whole, you know the whole your pit bulls and your Dobermans and all that kind of business. Like you know, especially pit bulls because they're awfully vilified. Is that one of those things that you? Like, hate, love, I mean, I'm just curious, and, you know, we have this show, and we need content, so I'm gonna ask you. Well, I don't like them, because generally they're, those are the the loudest of the breeds of dogs, and as we know from previous episodes, I am not a fan of the loud, of the loud barking animals, so... Go ahead, go ahead. I'm not laughing at you. I'm not laughing at you. This is you're this is laughing funny. with me. <laughs> you don't realize you're laughing, but yes, I am laughing with you. No. Well, because <laughs> my reasoning is not at all the reasoning you were could expect. They're loud, and that's uh, why. No, I, I love it. In fact, you, know, I have this neighbor right now that seems to have some sort of loud, barky dog that I, I guess must be some sort of viciousy dog because it's got like it's got two angry teeth on the bottom of it that stick out on outside of its lip, and that's always the way they draw cartoon vicious dogs. So. And it just barks and barks constantly. God, constantly. Whenever I rarely go out of my house and, and, and into the outside world, there is this dog waiting, staring, waiting, waiting, waiting right, right where it can see me first as I step out the door. And what does it do? It stares at me, and I stare at it, and we glare at each other. And it goes, woof! And then it keeps going, woof! And I go, ugh! And then, like, let's say I'm taking the trash out. So I walk through my backyard, and it runs back and forth along the fence, and is like jumping with its paws. Its paws are starting to get, it's starting to get big enough that its paws are actually resting on the top of the fence. And it barks, and it goes, woof! <laughs> and, and I'm walking, I'm throwing the trash, I'm like, just like, god, it's, it's just so loud, and I don't care for it. And then, you know, every other dog in the neighborhood has to be like, what's going on? Woof! <laughs> so, and I'm just like, ugh. One day, because it's getting big enough, one day it's going to come over that fence. And when it does, you know, well, I'm going to feel, you know, perfectly in my, you know, my right to, to, to defend not only myself, but my property from it. And, you know, may end up killing it with a sword. So, wait, like, whenever you go take such trash out now, are you doing it armed with katana? You know, I probably should start, yeah, because I'm just going to, I feel, you know, well, look at me. I'm not obviously the world's strongest man, so I've got to use some sort of tool to defend myself. And, you know, because how else am I going to defend myself against uh, this noisy beast? I mean, what am I gonna do? Play music to it? No. So I'll just you know have to have to use the Majorius saber, the the, the saber of light. I have the power. Yeah, <laughs> brandishing Ernie's hubcap as a shield. <laughs> as the neighbors look on, confused, like, 
Wait a minute. What is he? What is this? Are we sure this kid doesn't have special needs? Well, I've seen how I've collected all these tokens from from the rogues gallery. I figure they must be in. Yeah, they must be some sort of article of power, right? And when I finally collect them all, I, I will have successfully stolen all your souls. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like, so you're slowly absorbing all of our power vicariously. Ex- yes, exactly. Uh-huh. I figured, you know, I I have to take like edition one, uh, for your prom date T-shirt from you. I think once I get that from you, um, that, that'll be my stolen one from you, Ike, because I already stole, stole Jarrett's saber. <laughs> I guess that counts. Um, and Ernie's hubcap. I think that's good enough. Well, and see, and, and, and to finalize the ritual, I have to, I have to place all these objects around the ownage rock. What are you gonna take from Brent? Are you gonna take like go? Oh, you should just go walk up and like snip a little piece of his like uh, goatee off because he's been growing that thing since high school to get it where it is. <laughs> Obviously, you know, I might need to like take his like his his leather coat, right? I think that's a good symbol of Brent, the original trench coat. Oh God, good luck prying that thing away from him. I, I might need to absorb some 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 of the other powers first, but you know, it's just got just got to get my build order correct. So anyway, <laughs> the, and the reason I'm kind of asking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not done. I'm not done with this yet. I, I like where you're going, but I'm not done with this yet. Uh, so, the re- so the reason I'm asking is there was another, and it's happened a few times in Austin where somebody's dog gets out, and like the, I think it's like the second time uh, the cops have shot somebody's dog as far and you know where they claimed it was a vicious dog, and or, uh, I don't have the news story in front of me, and. Frankly, I don't care that much other than I, I really care more about this than the whole thing. But this is like the second time it's happened. And so the media's up, you know, making a big stink about it. And, you know, the cops keep catching a bunch of shit for doing it and blah, da, 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 da. But, you know, the questions always kind of get raised of, you know, okay, so if you have one of the vicious dog breeds, what do you do? Are you supposed to, I, I, you know, are you liable for your animal? Which I would definitely say yes. Yeah. Um, but... But, uh, you know, then then it comes down to, like, well, should special precautions be made as far as, like, okay, these are the five or six vicious dog breeds, and you should have to have some type of special training, blah, 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 and try and do almost a, con- instead of a concealed handgun license, it's like a unconcealed dog license or something. I know no, I've no, heard I that No, no, I maintain it should be concealed. I maintain it should be concealed. You have to conceal your dog. Yeah. yeah. But, uh... You no, know, it's like one of those things that I, I, it always comes up, and then there's the people that just straight like you know pit bulls or pit bulls are just um, a vicious and they're like they're they're bad from the get go. Like I don't understand, they're mean from the get go, and they're not good for anything but pain, hate, bedlam, and carnage. And that those they know there's that group of people, and it just seems like it just seems like it always always gets really really riled up and. One of the one of the thing I guess my thing is you know Madison's kind of you know she's real she's a real big animal lover and whenever we got our dog she you know she's often said that she'd like to get a pit bull just as far as so we can have one that you know we have the nice one or whatever which I agree with her in a way like part of me wants to part of me wants to just be like yeah absolutely let's do that and prove people wrong and middle finger to the system and fuck fuck what everybody else says and blah da 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 and I agree with that. Part of me wants to do that. Part of me really, truly does. <clears throat> and then the other part of me has absolutely no interest in fighting that battle over where can we take it? If it ever gets out, we're the ones liable. Uh, there's certain apartment complexes we can't go to. There's certain parks you can't go to. There's, you know, I mean, because you automatically have one of those dogs. So if it ever, you know, if it ever gets out, if it ever does this, if it ever does that, you've got one of those. And I just kind of don't feel like it's worth the headache. And I, I feel like a lot of that is, I mean, yes, I agree. It has been so, so vilified and so like, you know, a bad, a bad owner or a bad, you know, someone who doesn't take the responsibility is definitely hurting the overall image of a certain, of a certain breed or whatever. But I was, I was just kind of curious about this because I was... I was looking at it, and they were talking about, you know, anytime they raise anything like this up, they, I always kind of get curious. But, so what I decided to do, honestly, and what I should have done from the, from the get-go is, uh, whenever you have, whenever you have questions or important things like this, uh, you go to the experts. And whenever you, and when you're sitting there thinking, like, experts, what do you mean experts? That's right, you go, you look, you look about, like, who knows a lot about this sort of subject? Who is someone with, real, real grit and real experience in this. 
that's whenever you go to the rogues gallery. And um, since CeCe is in the middle of going for a veterinary technician degree and has worked and has worked at a multiple multiple vet places, I just I just asked her. I was like, "So where do you sit on it?" And uh, this is her. This was the statement released. Um, I think breed discrimination is stupid, and that people should investigate uh, when when there are signs of abuse to avoid stig- stigma. Basically. A pit bull is a large, muscular version of a chihuahua. Both are very sensitive breeds, but when, but when they're in a home that help that helps them thrive, it it is ideal. And honestly, it's kind of funny to think about a pit bull as just a big, bulked up chihuahua. That's really funny to me. They're both very um, annoying, so I see the point. Well, I mean, they, I've been around a chihuahua enough, and you know that's kind of point. <laughs> I, I see her point. Yeah, but I I I, I just. I mean, this is this is my point. I was gonna raise, like, you know, no matter how expressive their eyebrows are, dogs aren't people, nor is any other animal for that matter. I mean, they they have natural traits to each one. I mean, I I don't see you saying like, oh, you know, we there is the the good pit bulls. Yeah, yeah, we'll also adopt Terry, the the cuddly alligator. I mean, animals have an ingrained thing. Yes, you can have one that leans one way more than another, but they all are all gonna have, you know. A, a system built into them that's going to make them act a, a specific way. And, yeah, I'm, I'm sure, you know, if, if trained real well, yeah, you can keep it from, you know, a, a pitfall from, from biting somebody. And, you know, but dogs were used as a weapon of war for a reason. Right. I mean, I, I, I kind of feel like it's one of those things where somebody thought one was cool and then we just decided that's what we're going to do and we don't put any of the time into investigating, like you said, breed characteristics and breed types. I mean, I don't feel like I feel like it's one of those things. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna decide to jump, then you should be prepared for all the repercussions and all the hardships of jumping. And I don't feel I feel like where it gets lost, and it's probably le- definitely less so, you know, back home. But here, it gets kind of lost because it is such a animal friendly sort of environment. Where it almost feels like they have gotten animals and people to exist on the same plane, and I disagree with that. Yeah, I, there's a there's an animal world, and there's and there's a, uh, a human world, and I I don't think the existence of one trumps the existence of another. I mean, yeah, you're supposed to if you take a dog, you're supposed to obviously you took responsibility and you're supposed to take care of it and you know animal abuse and all that shit i mean yeah you're to take to destroy or to hurt something or neglect something that is that is really kind of in your hands of course it's gonna is is ridiculous but on that same token like okay if i had a dog and it went and bit somebody or it went and attacked somebody and like hurt them you would not have to take me to court to get the dog destroyed I would take care of it myself, and I feel like that's the least you could do. Yeah, but I, I almost say, well, where's the, where does it lie after that point? It's like, so the dog attacked, but are you liable past the point of just get, get removing the dangerous animal? Should you have to pay their, their, their medical bills? I would think you would because it's, it's your fault. Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, I have a really hard time seeing my dog just going and attacking. I really have a difficult time with it. But if, if I don't know, if she turned into a werewolf out of nowhere, it's a possibility. Um. Yes, you never know. But I would really, really kind of think that, okay, so she got out and she went and bit somebody. I feel like the least that I could do, like, you know, she's going to bite somebody on the leg, besides a, oh, I'm sorry, you know, would be, hey, you know, let like, let me, let me know what the bills are, I'll cover it, it's my fault, I'm sorry. However, I think that's very different than if you came into the yard without an unannounced and then my dog attacked like i feel like that's your own stupid for not you know oh i see a dog and not call in or whatever and uh, that that's a different situation to me but i you, you are an extent it is an extension of you and you are responsible for it I, I i definitely think if you have a dangerous dog in your yard you probably should post a sign for sure just in case like the neighborhood kids b- baseball goes over your fence they know better or or whatnot or you know maybe the mailman but yeah, I mean, I I think you should you need to treat them like every other thing you own. I feel you know it's yeah. I mean, if your anvil falls out of a window on someone's head, you're liable for that too, right? An anvil isn't by nature deadly or dangerous. I just watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh. 
Hence the weird cartoon. But uh, like, I, I know it's an extreme case, and I, I have, I have no sources, and I don't remember where it's from. But I remember hearing it, and so you know, once you hear it on the radio, it's definitely true. But anywho, I, I, uh, there was a story not that long ago about I think it was someone's dog got loose, and it like went and attacked a toddler, and I don't remember if the kid died or just got really, really severely hurt, but. Instead of, so that the state wouldn't put the dog down, they had like a coalition of people get together and countersue so that they could rehabilitate the dog. And man, I, I, that's where I'm like, I don't see it. I don't. I, 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 maybe, maybe it's because I'm too, I don't know, not progressive enough or whatever the fucking proper terminology is, but dude, I, I don't see it. I don't. I, I feel like, again, I feel like if that was, if that was my, you would not have one. I don't feel like you didn't have to take me to court to get me to do it. I, I think I'd do it myself. And I, I definitely, I definitely think that the notion that you, I don't know if you can rehabilitate an animal. Like I don't know that that's a thing that can happen. I mean, I think you can take one that has been neglected and hurt and make them realize that maybe the you know that they can be taken care of in a proper manner and you know be. I, I agree with that, but I mean. I don't know that you can take one that's been, you know, that has attacked something and make it not attack something. I mean, it's kind of like what you said. I mean, it's like, can you put it, can you take a rattlesnake and get it to not bite things whenever it feels threatened? I mean, can you, you know, yeah. take it to a snake psychiatrist and get it to feel better about it? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think that's a thing. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm misinformed. I'm trying these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking Prozac. <laughs> I don't know. It's just it, it, it's one of those things that came up, and it's always a big controversial thing. And I'm sure it's like everything else, where the one asshole ruined it for for every other asshole. But I, and may, maybe I don't feel maybe may, and maybe that's it. Maybe I just don't feel strongly enough about it to be like to fight about it. I mean, I, I guess I can. I guess I can fight sti- stigma and. Um, you know, misinformation as far as firearms go. I don't feel like I have it in me to fight it with a with a vicious, with a dog breed too. I think I got one or the other in me. I don't think I can do both. I I definitely feel that animals are subservient to us. Well, I, yeah, I agree um, with that. We are on the top of the food chain. I, I I think you know they are here to do our bidding. I I mean I guess if if we are stuck in the middle of the Congo, definitely need to be wary of them. It's not like they're going to heed to our commands. But, well, but I mean, it's a domesticated animal. I mean, it's yeah. it's really there to be a pet. I mean, that's that that's that's what it's there for. I mean, yeah, I, I don't. I feel like there's certain urges. That, you know, like you said, there's breeds have traits, and yeah. it, that, that's that's kind of what their traits and, are. And most of those traits are there because we put there for one reason or another. Right. I mean, you could probably just even, you know, if you just look back at the history of, like, where that breed first showed up and look at the reason why, like, what its what its initial purpose was, like, why someone made it, that's probably really all you need to know. If right. I, Now, I don't know the history of it. <laughs> Actually, I don't know the history of any dog breed, but I'm, I'm sure you can go, you know, through the history books and see that the first case of, like, oh, yes, and scientist Earl R. Pitt invented the pit bull as a means to quell the Nazis, or whatever, or, or to guard his flock of sheep, or... I don't know. So I'm sure there's, you know, some case of the reason why. I mean, it could just be simple fact that someone thought it looked cool. But I mean, like, so I, I guess, I guess here, here, let me, let me roll with you on this scenario. So say, so say do- dog that lives next to you that woofs all the time. Um, all the time. And it, like, okay, like all the woofy time. <laughs> do, do you, you know, like say, say, say it gets out or whatever. What, what's your, what's your course of action? Or like multiple gets out. Like it doesn't ever, I mean, do, do you go to the do you go to the neighbor's house and be like, "Hey, your dog keeps getting out in my yard"? Do you call the you call like animal control? What what's your, what's your course of action? I mean, if if I'm in my house, I'm like I said, I'll probably do you know, well, seeing as how my yard isn't fenced in, um, only theirs is. You know, being outside my house isn't safe. We'll go with that. So you know, I might call. It might be an animal control call. I don't have their phone number, so I guess I could throw a paper airplanes, megaphone, maybe. I mean, I was just, I was just genuinely kind of curious. I mean, because if it comes at me, I'm defending myself. Well, yeah, I think that that's that's life. I, I feel that it's foolish to. Yeah, I mean, oh, give it a give it a give it a dog bone. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I'm you know I'm defending myself to the exact nature that it requires. And if that dog looks hungrily at me, well, I guess I'll look hungrily at it. Well, I shall eat its heart so I gain its courage. <laughs> One more thing marked off my final build. Uh, <laughs> What if 
if the power what if the power you gained from the yapping dog was you can just yap really annoyingly? Like what if that's its power? Don't I already have that power? I guess that's a really good point. <laughs> I'm surprised that's not what you just started with. But I'll make fun of myself. I think a lot of people are thinking right now that I'm yapping very annoyingly. Because I know people have a very big attachment to their, their pets. I mean, but, I mean, pets don't mean much to you. And I think that's the difference is, you know, people have, like, I, I like, I guess, I guess let me preface this with, I don't really dislike anybody else's dog. Like, they're fine because it's their dog and they can do whatever. But I don't like anybody else's dog the way that I like my dog. I mean, that's because it's my dog. But I'm, you know, like, oh, I'm a dog lover. That's not really me. Like, yeah. and I, certain people are built different ways, and that's cool. Do what you do, but meh, I'm not really a dog person. I mean, I mean, I like, I like mine, and I like certain other ones, but meh. Yeah, you know, I, I guess, I guess I like a well-behaved animal. I guess I can get behind that, or you know, I mean, I, I used to have a couple of cats and stuff, and I don't know my old neighbor used to have a Great Dane, and it was quite pleasant. <laughs> You know, you just watch it run up and down the fence really, really fast, and, uh, you know, watch a dwarves ride him into battle. You know, <laughs> the usual. But yeah, you know, I, he, he was perfectly pleasant. Now, this is a very also local reference thing. <laughs> at, at ACAL, which was the little kind of magnety school thing that we went to, there used to be this really, uh, squawky bird that some class had. Were you, did you experience the squawky bird, Cody? Uh, no, but I have experienced squawky birds, and frankly, I experienced such a squawky bird, it made me never, ever, ever want to fucking parrot ever, ever, ever. Yeah, there was this bird in the school that you could literally hear, no matter where you were in, in it, you could hear this bird making a noise. I can't imagine it being in the classroom with you. Well, <laughs> my neighbor was the one that ended up taking care of it <laughs> over the summer. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> Which was kind of funny, because, you know, I guess, you know, between a house and between that many walls, you know, there was no actual connections. You could just tell it was squawking. <laughs> Which was kind of funny, because it was just like, there's that. I thought I got away from it. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> and it wasn't like it squawked constantly, but but every time it did, by God, you knew. But, yeah, you know, I mean, I said, you know, I used to have a couple of cats. I, I could foresee myself having a cat again. Most likely an outside cat because I'm allergic. I'm aller well, see, I'm allergic to all animals, so I guess I hate them all equally in that regard. So, or, or they hate me all equally in that regard, at least. You know, with, whether it's your, you know, your hamsters or your bunny rabbits or your, or your Doberman pinchers, they all make me sneeze and itchy. <laughs> so. Uh, so, so, so if you had a pet, would you want like a big scaly one? Like a big, oh, that's what you should do. You should have like a Komodo dragon pipping through your house. I used to know this guy that had those big-ass lizards, those big-ass, like, a, a iguana lizards or whatever they are. I don't know. Not, not the Komodo dragon one, but just, like, the, the big, long tail and that, that he just had pimp around his house. It was, uh, interesting. And these are very lazy of animals. Which, you know, that, that's that's another reason why I, I always said I preferred cats. Because, you know, like I said, cats are like having a roommate, not a pet. See, and I'm not a big fan of cats, like, one, because I'm really allergic to them, but I, I don't know. I kind of, like... I like that whenever I get home, my dog's like, oh, hey, I'm really happy to see you. And, you know, and she's pretty chill or like, I, I don't know. I just, I like dogs more. I've always kind of have, but I, 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 I enjoy that, you know, just genuinely likes you. I like the fact that she listens to me and whatever. I prefer an apathetic pet. <laughs> like, hey, you're around. And then, <laughs> and, and then it's, and then it says to me, hey, look, you're home. I'm saying I want Garfield. Oh, right. Like, what, then, it, then it'd steal your lasagna and trick the stupid dog? Ex yeah, exactly. Or it turns out the Garfield isn't even there at all, and I've been talking to myself for years. <laughs> that was exactly where I was going in just a second. I know. That is the greatest. You know, I, I like not only looking at Garfield minus Garfield, you know, without Garfield there, but imagine, like, thinking back to all, like, the cartoons I saw with Garfield or, like, the TV shows, imagining Garfield has always been a figment of his imagination. Okay, you want to save those, that terrible-ass Garfield movie? Imagine it that way. Oh, that could be a... <laughs> I've never seen it, so I might need to watch it. And... Oh, it's not, it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie at all. But I really, really, really wish someone would do that, would do that, where they would pull Garfield out of the movie, and then oh, it would be Garfield be minus Garfield the movie. That would be amazing. You know, it would be pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm gonna muse about that for a minute. Which, speaking of uh, interesting TV shows, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, Cody, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about it. Are you aware that Sci-Fi has uh, uh, a new show called uh, uh, Metal Hurlant Chronicles? Which, for people out there, 
that that don't get the reference of that name. Apparently, that's what it's called everywhere else in the world, and the magazine it's based on here in America was called Heavy Metal. So there's a Heavy Metal TV show, and it's 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 everything I'd hoped it would be. It's absurd things happening for absurd reasons for the sake of absurdity. With women with overly large boobs. Oh yeah, like physically impossible boobs. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, we've gotten that. I mean, we you know we've had like you know robot overlords having pe- medieval people fight to be the next king. You know, mutant soldiers fighting in trenches and. I, I mean, it's very much like either the heavy metal, you know, TV show or Sucker Punch. Oh, nice. If nothing else, I mean, if you like stuff like The Twilight Zone and want to see it with great CG, if you always thought The Twilight Zone needed better special effects than, like, the same two rocket ships, here you go. This week in media news, I also heard there's going to be a Farscape movie. I don't know if you're aware of that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and I, that's about oh. really all I know about it right now, other than, it, like, it is confirmed, it is happening for sure. So, Farscape movie. Are you going to dive on board of that? No, Frell, yes. I mean, I'd be a son of a hazmat if I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I figured you probably weren't going to be all popped up about that. <laughs> I wish more TV shows did, like, the, the really silly fake curse words. And, um, oh, I also saw, um, a, a couple days, or a while ago, yes, a couple whiles ago, Turner Classic Movie did some sort of little interlude thing between shows, and it was a propaganda piece from, like, the 40s about, like, the dangers of pornography. And it was amazing, because pornography was, you know, created by by big business to to steal our money and 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 make us, you know, a weak fighting force against the communists. So pornography is a commie plot. What to what to like have us like release the tension and actually be happy? No, no, it makes us it, it drives us criminally insane because it it subverts our morals. And, and drives us away from the, the way God intended us to be in, in his, in the country that he founded. It makes us, it makes see, us I always, weak. I assume, I assume that, see, I thought porn, porn was like beer, like it was proof that God loves us. No, no, it's, it, it's, it's there to make us weak to the commies because, you know, we start, we start engaging in things like, like sodomy and well that leads, you know, to homosexuality. Okay, I have an issue with this. <laughs> like, just, 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 just in general. Okay, one. So we're saying that the commies don't jack off. Like, they don't. They they don't look at no. some like some. <laughs> they, they don't. They don't look at some like bu- busty Russian woman holding an AK forty seven like in, in propaganda foes and like jerk off jerk off hard to that well what a commie does to jerk off he just goes outside and marches in formation oh he just burns an american flag or something like yeah, that's, yeah, him, you that's know. the significance of him jerking off oh okay. yeah, he puts on his red shirt uh, oh, oh. <laughs> well like i just thought i've never understood i've heard this on a few things how does sodomy lead to homosexuality i don't understand that at all well because like one ass is just as good as any other ass <laughs> exactly oh oh like like you wouldn't notice the difference like you wouldn't well, be like, huh? Like I, wow! I really like, like case in point. If you were gay and you were and you enjoy, I don't know if I can. Okay, fine. Fuck it. <laughs> like, if you if you were if you were gay and you were like, oh yay! I'm really enjoy enjoying the sodomy sex that I am currently having with the gay person that's with me and all of his manly gay furry parts and whatnot. Then. Why, why, like, how does that even, like, how would that even correspond to, oh, I really want to stick my dick in that chick's ass, that, like, really, that really curvy, girly parts, because guys and girls are not even close to built the same, unless, unless you're from Russia. Well, well, see, Cody, you're looking at this, you're looking at this ass backwards, because, (laughs) I made myself laugh, (laughs) because what happens is they start with girls, and they realize, you know, man, I have to, like, beg them and, you know, trick them into this. Well, I mean, a guy has only got the one hole, so he's obviously going to put it out. Oh, 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 as opposed to, like, you, 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 you are, you actually are having anal, anal sex with a chick and you're just thinking to yourself, man, this would be nice with a good penis. And exactly. other point, other point, how does, how does, uh, anal, how does sodomy lead to homosexuality for women? They're just like, the chicks won't make me do this? Is that, is that what, the, is that what the thought process is? Well, no, no, like, that's different. Man, I'd like, man, I'd like to run, munch a good rug right about now. I don't understand this thought process. Maybe it's because I, maybe it's because I'm not, I'm not, I don't know, whatever. I don't know. What I've learned from, from, you know, the Cold War era propaganda films 
Um, well, that's that's completely different. And, you know, they do it because because they 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 see all these things, and they're just like, man, what what else can I do to rebel? I mean, look at these magazines telling me the proper way to act. Well, I've got to do. I I can't be a Susie homemaker. I, you know, I'm going to defy my true place in the world, and I'm going to go out and do it, and you know, wear pants and have sex with women. That's I'm going to actually think for myself, by God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is. I mean, and, and they even go... I'm going to leave the kitchen. Yeah, they even go further as far as, like, they're like, you know, not only pornography, but the so-called so-called fitness magazines. Well, those are just guises for pornography. Like, physique? Look at this. It's not telling young men how to bulk up. It's enticing them with other men. It was, it I was don't a, understand that. Like, I really, truly do not understand how people could think that and be, and be like, like, oh, this is trying to turn you into a homosexual. Like, have you ever? Okay, you're you're a straight man. Have you ever looked at another straight man and, and just been like, hmm, I'd really like to get me a piece of that? I, well, I, no, I, because I haven't been corrupted by a commie. Oh, oh, oh. So you're still you're still a re- you're still a red blooded flag waving. You know, Stars and Stripe American, okay. Yeah, exactly. I mean, only a communist would, would ever do that. And they also, it's not just, ho- it's not just homosexuality they're poking at. It's also, you know, your, 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 um, bondage and things like that. You, you know, your other lewd acts. They roll it all together. <laughs> Is that a thing? Bondage? Like, like, no, 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 no. Like, like, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a concern, I guess. Like, like, oh yeah, because we, it's, we've cause it's gotta not moral. fight the communist. We've gotta fight the communist threat. Starting in our bedrooms, we will only have missionary <laughs> missionary position sex only for procreation, never for recreation. The American way. Yeah, exactly. I, I wish you were here so we could watch this together. Because oh my god, was this enjoyable? I I wish I would have thought about this beforehand. Yeah, it sounds like homework. an actual. Yeah, I, I actually, I actually really wish I would have seen this. I want to say it's called Perversion for Profit was the name of it. Oh, yeah, I want to say it was awesome. called Perversion for because it's not just that the commies are doing it. You know, they're stealing our money doing this too. Because it's like a, it's like a fifteen billion dollar a year industry, and that's in the fifties. Speaking of porn, um, yes. <laughs> now that you have my attention, totally, you commie bastard, you. Um, that's all about the thing about how the porn industry is potentially gonna. Like as an industry is probably going to not exist in the next twenty to thirty years because of like the amateur industry. Well, I don't know if I believe that because I think what they're, they're, they'll just do is they'll rebrand. They'll you know they'll, they'll follow that curve. They'll 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 hide they'll hide amongst the. They're like, oh yeah, look at these people. They're complete amateurs. I mean, we don't own this website at all. Well, I mean, I was I was reading a, I was reading a report about it. It was talking about how like the 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 pay scale has drastically changed, and you know because of the advent of the internet and everything, and people can be like, oh, I can film myself fucking, and people will watch it if if you're hell hell if you're people will watch you fuck no matter what. I was gonna put a qualifier on that, but no, I think people will watch anybody fuck. Um, oh yeah, I, I, I've been getting lots of emails that they want to. They actually want to. People want to see us like record an episode because that's just what they assume we do the entire time is fuck each other. Oh, so, so like whenever one of us is quiet, it's because we're like have a mouthful of the other one's pole. It's, what, yeah. it's because we're eating. It's because we're eating our super John fingering because someone poppy cocked out. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you don't know how many how many like fanfics I've read about us. <laughs> can you can you email me one or listeners at home? Have you written a sultry fanfic about? Bruce? and I and want the world to see it or don't want the world to see it because it is so lewd and vile send it send it to us because we love that kind of thing that's right you know bspodcast.us or fortuneatkins at gmail.com we'll read it and we'll feel so special about it if we like it enough we may even make a video out of it for you but we must really like it bs.avi oh man that would have to that would have to be one hell of a well written thing to talk me that sucks with you. It's like, but the story is amazing. We've got to reenact this. <laughs> like, Cody, oh. no, no, we're just recording an episode, Cody. It's cool, it's cool. I'm just going to take your pants off now. You want some Natty Ice? You want to play some GameCube, bro? You don't know how, I, how happy I'd be made if I saw, like, slash fiction about... <laughs> Wouldn't you be really happy? Oh, that would make my fucking year. We would... Oh, we would so read that out of the episode. And, and, and oh, yeah, make sure you, like... 
you know, include dialogue for us in it, so we could, like, not only as we read it out, we'll, we could, you know, do the narration, do do the parts. Oh, I could, like, read your part, and you could read my part. That that could be fun. Oh, <laughs> so we'd roleplay with our own fan fiction, of course? Yeah. Well, that might be funny for us. It might not be as, as enjoyable to our listeners. They'd probably prefer us to, to read our own parts, parts so they could fantasize properly. It might confuse them. They might be, like, a new listener might tune in and be like, what the hell? What's going on here? Exactly. Uh, what if it's like some really, really great? Like, what if they go? What if they just went nuts with slash fiction and like, like we're at a bar and like I pick like you're cross dressed and I pick you up at the bar like just so we could get our own like cheap sexual thrills. We act like we don't know each other. <laughs> it turns into a one night stand while we're recording an episode. Oh, I I think the crazier the better. I mean. <laughs> The, the, and the entire time, Jarrett's in the room with us p- playing the porno music. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, and uh, if you manage to, like, shoehorn a furry thing, a furry scene into there, like, more points for you. I don't know how you're going to do that, but if you can do it, good job. Well, I, I figured what they would do is it, it'd be some sort of, like, dominant submission form, right? And and you would be, to, to degrade me, you'd dress me up like a chihuahua because you know my hatred for them. Either that or you would dress up like a chihuahua and force me to fuck you as, as a chihuahua. <laughs> I was just wondering why you were going to be the, the, the because... S in your own, uh, in your own, like, story there. Like, be- for, well, it's the sake like... of the story. I mean, I'm putting my own oh. feelings aside for sake of good narrative. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought you were like secretly harboring something, the, like, and then you cover me in peanut butter and, t- and tell me like, "Bad Nancy, Bad Nancy," and hit me with a stick. Like, no, I, I was just sacrificing my own e- sacrificing my own ego for the sake of, of, of storytelling. I mean, I'm sorry, Cody, that you're not secure with your own self in order to do that. Well, I'm not the actor that Emmanuel Westinghouse is, so I exactly. Know. I mean, I, I've trained for years and in, in the greatest in the greatest acting schools of London for this kind of thing. That's how good of an actor I am. I have no trace of a London, of an English accent at all. That's what I was about to say, was like, you should hear my real accent. This is the best American <laughs> accent on podcasts. Oh, see, see, I, I, I'm, I'm so foolish of your incredible acting prowess. I thought that you were originally from Germany and no, no, we couldn't tell at all because you had blended seamlessly into the culture. Oh yeah, I mean, it's pretty great. I mean, it's, it's great being this great of an actor. <laughs> Because Emmanuel Westinghouse is such a German-sounding name. Like, ah, yes, from the long line of Westinghouses. Like, the, our, our full name is Westinghouse and Hockenhoven. Uh, <laughs> my mother made a wonderful strudel. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I'm, so great, I'm so great of an actor. I've actually played other actors in movies and even put my name under theirs. You should see my performance as Tom Selleck. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know that's why that's why the next three Die Hard movies weren't nearly as good as the first two because I wasn't in them. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know that glass really did hurt because I'm method. I I did step on that glass. Bruce Willis isn't near the actor that I am at pretending to be me, be pretending to be him. Exactly. Uh, well, I mean, it, it was one of my first breaks. I mean, because you know they didn't have the money for for Bruce Willis, and they're like, "Oh, you're a great actor." And so, so out of sheer force of will, I forced my face into a, into a Wilsonian shape and um, and launched a franchise. Do these Emmanuel Westinghouse things? Does this do anything for you guys back at home? Because we sure <laughs> seem to enjoy this. It's funny to me. <laughs> I do too. I think it's funny that it happened. You know, like all of our other throwaway jokes, you know, that should get thrown away with the guy driving in his car in Larry Sanders, and just one of those we haven't let go. We should, we should yeah. put that down and come over here. Because I've been doing it wrong for years. Yeah, they just poppycock on out. Oh, Lord. And, and, and how we have to always remind everyone to send hate mail, and that if we're your only source for news, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. There are, you know, at least good five other places you could be getting your news from, or, you know, 389 gnome other places you could be getting your news from. Which apparently I had an error in my, in my gnome calculation a while back, and I'm sorry, people. I thought I should apologize on the air for my gnome calculation oh, being off. Yes. Well, Carl Sagan, George George Orwell, Ray Bradbury, and Samuel L. Jackson 
appreciate appreciate this. Yeah. Hey, later on, do you want to sit around and watch Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? <laughs> Damn it, I was about to say that. I was like, <laughs> but they don't appreciate Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, oh, I have a face on. Oh my god. Do, do you I really? almost forgot. Oh. I forgot about this. And like, I, I really, really, actually, I'm so excited. Yeah, like let me, let me, let me fucking get it. I don't, I don't know how to, I don't know how to do this from my phone. So let me see if I can find it on the internet. Because you don't get text messages, and I don't know how to do this. Can, can you can you send it to Twitter so you can find it on your Instagram, which then links to your facey space where we can put it on the podcast. So uh, that's that's the new that's the new piece of uh, face on where it's uh, Nicholas Nicholas Cage at, as a woman as Nicole Cage is what is what it says. Yeah, yeah, Nicole Cage for that one. If uh, anybody else wants to contribute to the new face-ons, or to a face-on for Nicolas Cage stuff, we do so appreciate them. Ugly, ugly woman. And uh, <laughs> more face-ons coming to you. So, uh, yeah. don't, don't you worry, there will be more. Um, <laughs> yeah. Nicole Cage, yeah. Well, we've always wondered what Nicolas Cage would look like with, with a vagina. Have we? Sure. Okay. Uh, haven't so, uh, haven't I, we? I, okay, are you still on that page? Uh, you'll know it when you see it. Halfway down, it's a chick in, I don't know how to describe this, Nicolas Cage Zentai suit, where it's like, it has his face photoshopped onto it with a bunch of other pictures of Nicolas Cage, and she's wearing it. I think I found the thing, yes, that is a lot of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> That's the, um... I, I don't know what it's gonna beat that, I'm not scrolling anymore. Yeah, like, I don't understand, there's... <laughs> I don't get the Nicolas Cage suit. I don't. No, I don't even. Like her body is covered in cage. She, she she's in a cage. Someone break her out. I feel like we've just stumbled onto some form of pornography. Cageography. <laughs> sure. I I think I think the communist won, Cody. Oh, uh, so I guess other thing, real quick. What what was it you were saying that Brent did about about the Facebook before we got on the air that I'm asking you that nobody heard that part. Oh well, well how how Brent sent us this, or or Brent posted on his own Facebook page like like a complete you know selfish asshole, um, a, a nice hypothetical you know situation that we could have easily you know given him credit for and talked about on the show, but we're just going to blatantly steal instead. Does he not realize that we have a show? Does he not? I, does he not know that? Has he missed I, I don't that? Think he does. He's been on no, it. No, no, I I think he I don't I don't think he actually understand. He he can't really see. He's a lot like an animal, and he can't really see his own reflection. Oh, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he just kind of thinks he's talking to us, <laughs> and once he can't see us, we cease to exist in his brain. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah, it's a lot like that. Or or you know maybe he just doesn't realize he could you know easily leave weird comments like this on our you know or email them to him or post them on our website. You know, maybe twit. It's not like we hawk them every fucking every time we do it, and it's not like we're yeah okay. I just I didn't know. I just didn't know if he was unaware. Brent, if you're listening now, you're listening to the show that we have. Yeah, yeah. We're we're not in the room with you. This is not a telephone. (laughs) This only goes one way. He's been sitting there this entire time giving comments on everything we've been doing. He's like, no, no, we can't hear you, Brent. We can't hear you. No, Jarrett can hear you though. But yeah, um, he, he poses the question of, you are given the choice by a supernatural being. One choice is immortality, and the other choice is invincibility. Uh, the being then tells you that you will still be able to hurt yourself and become mangled as an immortal, but all injuries, no matter how severe, will heal completely within ten years. Invincibility removes all physical pain, and your body will instantaneously be healed completely, but at any moment, you could die. What do you choose? So, what do you choose, Cody? So, immortality or invincibility. Exactly, yeah. I'm going to yeah. go immortality. Yeah, I'm going immortality as well because, one, you get to live forever, so that's always great. Two, apparently, no matter what bad thing happens to you, you're fine in ten years, so, you know, your head gets chopped off, you seem to be fine, you either grow a new body or your body grows a new head. Maybe you, like, split in half like like a worm, and there's two of you, so you can have an army of yourself. I, I don't know. <laughs> the Mies will blot out the sun. Exactly. So, you know, there's that great thing going for you. Or maybe it's like Highlander, where that's the only way to kill kill you is to chop off your head. But but basically, yeah, he's telling you that you you have no rivals, no man can be your equal. Because here's my thought is, you know, if nothing else, you could just sit around in your house for a good hundred years and you know, wait for technology to advance and then put on your power suit and then you're invincible and immortal. So, immortality well, is definitely you, the way to go. How do you make money if you're immortal? I mean that, that that's like I feel like it's one of those you have to have like an immortal financial planner to help you to help you capitalize on the revenue you have 
But I guess if you are immortal, then, you know, I mean, you could just hop job to job. What does your resume look like if you're immortal? Well, <laughs> very long. I mean, if nothing else, I mean, you're immortal, and apparently, I mean, it doesn't seem like you have to eat, then, if you're immortal. No, I guess that's a good point. I mean, I guess you might become feeble and frail, but it's not like you can die. So I guess if anything goes wrong, you know, there's that. You can always open a savings account and not collect it for, you know, a good 300 years. I mean, that should be a nice little kitty after a while. I mean, I think there's a lot of... A lot of benefit to being... I, I don't I don't know why you would choose Invincible, in fact, Cody. That's a bad choice. I mean, I guess it's one of those, do you want it, Do you want the power now, or do you want... I guess, do you want power, or do you want knowledge? It's sort of that, that whole thing. Yeah, I, I guess it's... Yeah, I guess it really is a good way to look at it. I didn't actually think about that being the question. Would you prefer to have infinite power or infinite knowledge? Finally, there's time enough at last, I have to say. Yeah, I mean, that's the way I look at it, is like, you know, I guess if, a no, if knowledge is power, then a god is am I, is kind of the way I'd look at it. Any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. I mean, so I think the whole thing goes the same thing with intellect. Any sufficiently in, uh, intelligent person is indistinguishable from God. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's the case. You know, Britt didn't really answer his own question. I wonder what he would choose. Uh, so, at least not of the time I read this. Oh, I have no idea. We're not even gonna dig. We're not gonna tell you what he picked. We're not gonna dignify it with a response because we're so annoyed. We're so goddamn annoyed. <laughs> That, uh, we can't believe yeah. you wouldn't fucking put this kind of shit on our, on our site that we've gone to all the effort to, and then we can hawk it and be like, Brit came up with this brilliant idea. This is a key thing for the rogues gallery. But no, 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 you fucked it up. You fucked it up for you and you fucked it up for everybody. Yeah. Ah! You did bad and you should feel bad. <laughs> I'm so goddamn mad. I'm so goddamn mad right now. I think Cody's mad, guys, and I've only seen him mad, really this mad twice in his, in his life. And it, it's, it's pretty bad. Oh. Steam is shooting out of his ears, his head spun around three times. Oh lord. You, you can see icicles belting all around him. Are you him. sure I'm not a cartoon character and I didn't drink alcohol? It's a possibility. That's like I said, I did just watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit, so that seems to be a lot of my references today. Which, you know, I, I enjoy that movie. I don't know about you. Oh, it holds up very well. I, I, yeah. I definitely, I definitely dig it. That, uh, the fucking bad guy at the end scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. So, besides Brent failing, and, uh, I guess our yearning for immortality, uh, do you have any, do you have any immortal words to leave the good people with? I I, sh I do, in fact, and I, I shall leave them with some words that will remove the bad taste from their mouth. And it came to pass, in process of time, that the king of Egypt died, and the children of Israel sighed by reason of their bondage, and they cried, they cried out, I'm stuck in this pit, working for less than slave wages, working on my day off, the goddamn steel shutters are closed, I have to deal with every backward-ass fuck on the planet... I smell like shoe polish, my ex-girlfriend is catatonic after fucking a dead guy, and my present girlfriend has sucked 36 dicks. 37? Good God, what are you doing? Put that down! Try something with more protein. I always use bspodcast.us or facebook.com slash shenanigans or on our iTunes feed. Now, why did I have my top off for this? Hoorah! I said, and my present girlfriend has sucked 36 dicks. What we've got here is a failure to communicate. And my present girlfriend has sucked 36 dicks. Hasta la vista, baby. Oh, you had me at hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Rosebud. Bear driving car, how could that be? I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Oh, show me the money! It's time to play Wheel of Fortune! And you're not even supposed to be here today? <laughs>